Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, we are here today with the Hollywood Life Podcast. And we are excited. We have not just one, but two very special guests here today. And you have all watched them on television. And you're going to be watching them a lot more because they've got a new show. We are here with uh, Bachelorette, Jojo <laughs> Fletcher. We have to still call you that. Sorry. Oh, no, that's what I, you. that's how I, that's how it is. It is my name. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> it's just like part of your name for the rest of your life. Yep. And her fiance, Jordan Rogers. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And we're here, of course, with my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita, who also <laughs> anchors our videos and is an entertainment writer for Hollywood Life. Yeah. And our silent producer, Nick. <laughs> there he is. Nick, you're Hi. crushing it over there. He can't talk. It's not allowed. We don't allow <laughs> Yeah, stuff. we don't get Silent. Such a fan of you guys. And so let's, excited. yes, we're, we're very excited because we've been big fans for a long time. And you've got this fabulous new show coming. Mm-hmm. And it's about to start on CNBC. It's called Cash Pad. Yes. And it looks so cute. It's <laughs> going to be on at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. For eight weeks. And so Tuesday nights. Get ready. Tuesday nights. Bachelor Mondays go right into Cash Pad Tuesday. I love it. We we planned that. (laughs) Exactly. Because listen, once you have found your perfect mate, then (laughs) it's time to find home sweet home. Build a home. And that's what you guys do. Now, you have to tell us, tell us in your own words, what is Cash Pad about? Yeah, so Cashpad is me and JoJo. We partner with homeowners and we flip either a part of their property, whether it's a garage in the back or we've done a shipping container, an Airstream, a warehouse. So we take something that's on their property, we invest our own money and we turn it into an Airbnb, a short-term rental. And then we hope to make money on it. We give the homeowner money every single month, whether it's rented or not. And we try to market it and list it and make it really special and see if we made a good investment or not. Wow. And so are some of these homes or or like pieces of the property, Mm -hmm. are they on the market now? Can people rent them? Yeah. Some of them have already gone live. I mean, we had to tell them to wait till Cashpad actually started, but there are now a couple of them starting to come on. Um, So that's actually one of the cool things about this show that I think is a little different than most renovation shows. I mean, there's actually a ton of factors that are very different. Yes. Tell us what's different. So, I mean, I think like most renovation shows that we're used to seeing, you know, they're dumping hundreds of thousands of dollars into these Mm -hmm. big, beautiful homes and they're flipping them or they're selling them. Cashpad is we become partners with these homeowners. This is a part of their property that they've just had this dream. And it's weird stuff. Like it could be a storage shed in your backyard. Um, But we renovate them and we now we rent them out so people can actually go to these places. They can see it. And it's super educational. Like this show, I think, 
our goal at least is for people to watch it and be like, oh, wait, I have something kind of like that that I can make a, a little, bedroom. I can get my little side hustle on too. So we right, want people. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't need a little extra money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's more attainable. We're investing 30 to yeah. 50 to $60,000. And uh, I think it's something everyone can sit there and go, wait a minute, I could actually do this. Yeah. Even if it's their office or a bedroom or I go out of town for a few weeks every year, I could rent my mm-hmm. property and here's how to do it the right way. Right. And how do you find these places? Right. That's what I was going to ask. Like when it comes to choosing, like, you know, someone's like, can you do a storage closet for me? And (laughs) I want someone to stay in there. Like, are you like, is this a good investment? I mean, first and foremost, we look for the city, right? It's got to be somewhere that's hot. So we we did three different cities in this first season. We did Austin, Texas, Mm -hmm. Dallas, right in our backyard Mm -hmm. and Phoenix. Cool. So Austin's amazing, right? The food, the festivals, the music, the tech, the industry, everybody's going there for a certain reason. So, and then once we find the city, we look at the competition. What's there already? What area of the city are people visiting a lot? And and maybe somewhere that there's not a lot of good options. And I think like another cool part of it that, so when you think of why people are staying at Airbnbs more often now and why people are kind of getting sick of the cookie cutter hotels is I feel like travelers now want like this experience when they Mm -hmm. travel. And so for us, we look at properties that maybe are a little unconventional Mm -hmm. or a little weird. So like we said, we do an Airstream, we do a shipping container, we do uh, a munition. I mean, we do kind of weird things. So I feel like (laughs) if you can find a property that's like a little outside the norm of what you're used to seeing, it helps tell a story. Mm -hmm. And so we think then we can probably get more people in the door it'll be more enticing so those are things we also look at yeah and are they play are they properties because you're looking in particular cities are they properties that are close to like areas where people can buy groceries or close to downtown like where sites are that people want to see it's all over so i think when we find our locations for whatever reason so we have one you know the ones in austin at least austin is such a big city there's Mm -hmm. a lot going on there so we have a lot, you know, I think three properties that are kind of really close to downtown and all the fun things that are going on. Another one is a little outside of the city, it, but it's in Texas wine country. It's in Stonewall. Oh, amazing. So we know travelers are going there. That one's a little remote. That's kind of, you don't see a grocery store right around the corner, but people can expect that when they know they're going into the country to go visit the winery. Mm-hmm. So those are... I mean, it's, it's different, but yes, we want to go to places that we know people are going to. Yeah. Well, I think it also creates such a great travel story for people. I mean, it's so smart. Like, you know, those um, Airbnbs that are tree houses? Yeah. Like, that's, that's on our list. first comes to mind. I was going to say, I mean, would you guys want to do a tree house? We looked No, Jordan house. wouldn't. He's scared of heights. <laughs> well, he told us yeah. that. So I can have JoJo go, you know, do the main construction, she can do the heavy construction. lifting. <laughs> Up there. We, yeah, but we've looked at like a bomb shelter, tree houses. Oh my gosh, this like, bomb shelter was crazy. The only reason we said no is because we couldn't fit a film crew down there. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> tiny. So you guys can go like on your own and redo it yes, yourselves. Totally. <laughs> Off the wall things are, are like really attractive. Yeah. Like the, the increase of people doing that on short term rental is actually like 50% in the last couple of years. More people are looking for weird places to stay. And we can actually ask a little bit more yeah. money as well because it's a novelty, right? I mean, how many totally. times you get to say, I stayed in a shipping container. <laughs> right. Like what? But I think the thing is too, is that it doesn't have to be this weird no, thing, right? So, and if it's not, if it's just a detached garage, or even if it's just a room in your house that you is empty. Or like, yeah, some people have, what is it? Like, um, 
not a garage, but like a separate like a basement little, like a or a separate or a little house or yeah. a guest shack. House. Like they, it they would be have anything. been a, a grandmother's little exactly. house. Like, yeah. In-law suite yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So even if it's not something super crazy, I feel like on Cashpad, you see how you can take a space that's a little more normal and then what you can do to make it really unique. And I think it all comes down to like how you do the design and how mm-hmm. bold you go and how sort of, who are you catering to? So all of our designs are really bold. They're really unique. Not all are super bold, but they all tell a story at least. That's so what's different too, I think, about this renovation show is a lot of times you'll see even the best, like they kind of have like a certain style they usually do each house. And it'll vary a little bit. To. Yeah, but in ours, every single one's different because it's in a different part of a city or it's in a completely different city mm-hmm. or it's a completely off the wall type of property. So you kind of got to cater it way different. And then once you finish, these are actually listed with Airbnb. A lot of them are on Airbnb. Some have opted to list them on different sites, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I think you can all, go stay in them. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah, you can find them. That's so cool. What to you guys? I mean, you obviously work together, work together on the Bachelorette, <laughs> working together now on this new TV show. Was it really special for you guys? Because you, you know, this one you're finally together. You're or not anxious all the time. Really stressful. Great <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. You know, this is the type of thing that I am excited about opening our life up to again. Mm-hmm. Because when we first came off the show, you know, there was all these questions about like, would you do another reality show? Open up your life. People want to follow you. And that was something that we weren't super into. Because we were really focused on just making sure our relationship could survive at that point. Right. So we took, you know, it's been three years since we got together. I know. That's what everybody's wondering. (laughs) Yeah. What's going to be next? Yeah. So this is something that we did before even film crews were around. So I feel like it's a different light. It's true to what we're actually doing day to day. So I'm excited for people to see us. Yes, work together. Disagree. It's uh-huh. not all rainbows and butterflies. No, you bicker. It's stressful. I mean, we're investing money. Yeah, it's actually money that, right, that your money. Yeah. The, best, so the best part, though, like, we're so tired after a day of this. Like, when we go home, <laughs> you can't. We don't have the energy to fight. So it's even if there was something to, to bicker about to each or other, it's just, like... Or it goes the other way. I love you, babe. Good night. Or it goes the other way where we're so tired that we're just, everything's annoying. True. Everything's annoying. I'm like, why are you chewing your gum that loud? Please stop. (laughs) He's like, why are you leaving water balls all around the house? I can't handle it. Oh, now when you, so you both, so you got started doing this uh, before, this was a business before you got TV involved. How did you actually get started mm-hmm. after getting together as a couple? How did you get started on doing a business together and why this? So I've actually been doing this for the last 10 years. Like yeah. this is what I was doing before I was ever on the show. So, but my, what I kind of focused on was long-term rentals. I would buy properties, I'd renovate them and then I would just hold them and I'd rent them out to families or couples or whoever it was. Um, and then when Jordan and I got together, he started just helping me on some of my projects. And I think, unpaid. Unpaid. <laughs> just put that out there. Well, whatever. What's mine is yours. I got roped in. Honey. Exactly. <laughs> so he started helping me a little bit. Um, and then it was kind of right around the time where we were like, Airbnbs are huge right now. We always stay at Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So we were like, there's so many bad ones out there. I feel oh, there like. are. There are. Oh, yes, we've yeah. had some experiences. Yes. yes. So I do, so we, we looked at each other. We were like, there is not this, this level of a standard on short-term rentals. You have mm-hmm. no idea what to expect. It's not like a Hilton or a, a, a hotel that you're used to seeing. Right. So Jordan comes from a super like business-oriented mindset and we kind of just were like, this, this could be a business. And so we took my experience with the renovations and long-term rentals 
talked about how we could turn this into an actual business mm-hmm. and scale it. And then cash pad came around and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, because also I feel like when people, they still are on vacation. You still want to be treated as you're yeah, on vacation. Yeah, you want it a little bit luxurious. And you want it yeah. a little luxurious that people don't really think about. If you're not having you like want a cleaning clean. crew. and yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I, the things that you expect at a nice hotel, that's what you usually don't get in Airbnb. Right. And that's kind of what we focus on too. Like robes and really nice linens and comfortable mm-hmm. pillows and mattresses. Yes. All those little things that- The extra- so- and then he's like charcuterie yeah. board and wine and a stocked yeah. fridge and things that make you feel like, oh, this is premium, I'm right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, how do you do out. that? How do you have a charcuterie board ready? We All do part that. of it. It's yep. like, I feel like those were, those were like the little things that we want. We do this segment on Cashpad, which is kind of like our mean tweet segment where we go through <laughs> and read all the reviews on bad reviews, bad mm. reviews on properties. And we're saying like, what are people hating? And so how do we not do, the, do yeah. that? And how do we do it better? Those are little things. When people show up after a long day of traveling, they're usually starving. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. They're usually starving. Always. And they don't know where to get food. So to just mm-hmm. have something there for them, they remember that. And so hopefully they come back. And yeah. it might cost you 10 bucks, yeah, but you might get things. a really good review. And, and obviously good reviews lead back. to more people coming. Are you guys, so when people can rent them, I mean, I, or, or Airbnb them, um, when I stayed, I did Airbnbs all throughout Europe when I was abroad. And it had just started... And the people who own the property or were doing the property would meet us there Mm -hmm. to let us in. Are you guys going to be there? I feel like that's one of the things that from our personal experience, we found that privacy was king. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when we travel, we actually don't want to meet the person that's doing it. So we always make sure in every single one of our properties there's keyless entry. There's a way that if you don't want that interaction, you don't have to have it. Yeah. But if you do want it, we all we all of our properties are owner occupied. So the homeowners are there. Okay. And so since they are there, they're on site. If they need help, if they want to be involved, they're there to help. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jordan and I could probably try. I mean, if someone, yeah. but if someone wants to book people. our place out for like a year, we'll show up yeah. and greet them. For a little extra Good fee. Good to know. Exactly. Good to know. <laughs> and that could be an add-on. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make, make some perk. extra money. <laughs> <laughs> now, thing is, though, I like I've looked at the clips of the show, and you do these uh, renovations really fast. Mm. How do you do that? How do you have crews that can come in and do it all and get the great decor so fast? Organized chaos. (laughs) So as far as like the decor and like the big furniture pieces, we plan all this like so ahead of time. It's like a movie, right? Pre-production. Yes. So it's kind of of interesting because we don't actually see the properties for the first time until we're actually there with the homeowners. Wow. However, we we get photos, we get videos so that we can kind of make our first initial judgment on – all right, should we invest in this? So then we put all of our design stuff in place. We get our furniture ready. So hopefully when we get there, it's still a good investment. Mm-hmm. But that part's in place. But we have incredible crew members. I mean, we work, they worked around the clock. We, I mean, sweat, our sweat equity, we worked harder on this. Cam- cameras equity. turn off and we still are actually working. Like there's still work to yeah. be done. Like, oh, oh, we're done filming that. I know, but this has to get painted. So I'm going to finish painting Wow. Because so we don't have time. painting everything. 100%. Cleaning. Tiling, cleaning, wow. vacuuming, right? before we reveal like cleaning everything off. I mean, it's building tables, furniture. So you aren't always this glamorous looking. You are covered in sawdust. Oh, yes. She still looks good, though. Oh, Oh, thanks. (laughs) So you guys are 
you new homeowners, congratulations. Hey. Yes, you. we love the tour of your house. It, well, you that was our old, that so was that the was, old house. That was yes. the old one. Yeah, oh. they just announced like yesterday, right? Yeah. Oh. That's funny you say that because everyone's kind of confused by our post because oh. on our YouTube series we talked about here we just renovated this house and now yeah. we're living in it. That house was never intended to be our home. It, we were basically homeless because we had been jumping oh. jump. We've lived in four or five houses since we've been together because we've been jumping from renovation house to renovation house. And we had to go to L.A. for the summer. So when we mm-hmm. came back to Dallas, we're like, we don't have a home. Let's just move into Let's this Let's just one. move into so, the project yeah, It was beautiful, finished. but it wasn't ever going to be like a long-term a home. It was a little small. Not so. to raise a family and yeah. grow into because it was it tiny. Was nice, though. It was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway through that renovation, we decided that we were going to live in it. Our budget. Was- and let me tell you, <laughs> everything gets more complicated, more expensive when you're like, oh, I'm going to be seeing it's this awful. every day. Yeah. But yes, we did just buy a new house that hopefully will be in for many, many years. We can grow into, grow a family in. So it's really Yay. exciting. And you're going to renovate that, do your own thing So like it's, that? A, it's a new build, which okay. we thought we were not going to have to do any renovations. And then we got in there and we're like, can we reconfigure and reframe this whole upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> can you tear out this bathroom, reframe this? And yeah. so we're kind of doing a mini renovation on okay. this new build. So yes. our... Uh, our builder's real happy about oh, that. Yeah, he's right. stoked. He's like, I thought I was just selling this and being done with it. We're like, have you met us yet? <laughs> have you seen <laughs> what we do? Totally am on Tuesday. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, we love this stuff. But, so does your crew, like, do you use the same crew and fly them all in? Or you find people in the various... No, so a whole part of the planning process, and a lot of times we, like, word of mouth, we find GCs that either, like, people That's we general know, contractors? Or, yes, our general contractors. Right. People have worked with them. But no, we we try to find our, our general contractors in each location. Hopefully, they have good crews, big crews, enough people in their crew because we bounce from we do two projects at once in a week, so we bounce project A to oh project my God. B, project yeah. A to project B. So I, the crews, I mean, they they saved us yeah. really. But you know, my my husband's an architect. I was gonna say, isn't your husband an yes. architect? Yes. He's an architect, but I mean, and and it takes so long to find good people. And he has had so many bad experiences so with contractors that, like, when they're three quarters, this is typical, three quarters yep. of the way through the project, they disappear. Yes. Every. You know what's so but funny? But that can't happen to you. Well, you know what's funny? No. On all of my really per- my personal projects outside of the show, I've had that experience. Yeah. I feel like I haven't found a GC that I can actually trust. Right. So I think the fact that this is on TV has made all these GCs yes. and their crews be like, oh, we got to be on top of it. Well, yeah, so actually, it's good it's, publicity exactly. for them. So that saved us too. Yeah. But, but yeah. for example, like the Airstream that we did, we finished at another property late that night. We're like, let's go check it out. It's supposed to be done. We get there and the trim color is not what we were expecting. And so that's just something the general co- contractors used to doing this type of project. He's like, right. let's do this. And we're like, no. And so we stayed there until the wee hours of the morning, taping everything, repainting everything. Oh my so, God. You know, you, it's just, it, you problem solve along the way. When well, you we got, lo- we had really great but general contractors. Really great, yeah. I mean, incredible. Good. Yeah. My parents built a house last year and it was a nightmare. It can be a nightmare. No, it's usually it a usually nightmare. Is. It's still a nightmare. Like as the house is like settling and stuff, like <laughs> yeah. my mom is calling the guy every week, yep. I think, you know, yeah. Yeah. and there's oh. the thing is they forget, they decide yeah. to go on to a different job. Because and then you become bottom the on end. the list. They don't care. Ex- exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, so I, I applaud you for actually <laughs> making this work. Now, now that you've got a new house and you've been engaged for three years, so what are the plans? <laughs> when is the wedding? Go ahead, babe. <laughs> 
So yeah, we actually have news on that front. So we have narrowed down our venues and we're going to go look at those in a couple of weeks here. And once we see their availability for a date, we're going to set a date for wow. next spring or summer. Um, so that's coming really, Three really years quickly. in the making. We have finally made but it. But you know what? We're all, so we also have only known each other for yeah. three years. So it's oh, not like we... I'm not saying it's oh, a bad okay, thing. Good, good. I was just... Yeah. We're on I'm the same page, right? I'm in this with you. <laughs> <laughs> I have all this resentment. No, I always say that like I... Even though people probably got so annoyed with us, been like, when's the wedding? When's the... I would not have changed that for anything yeah. because I think I tr I truly believe this. If we would have rushed into a marriage right after, we would have gotten a divorce. Yeah, yeah. I truly believe that. Totally. And that's something that we would never want to do. But we're so open that our first year was not good. Like it had a really high highs, but really low lows. Yeah, it was tough. What were the issues? What did you find that was really hard it was, about that first year? It was coming off of this really public show. Mm -hmm. You know, horrible <coughs> things were said about him. Things were being said about me and my other guys. And, like, just the, I think, the scrutiny. And, I mean, listen, you get to know each other the best that you can on that show. Yeah. But then you go to real world, right? And there's yeah. other problems. And you, you go through stressful situations, which you don't do on the show, really. Yeah, it's all like set up gorgeous romantic exactly. dinners and, and so, dates. Yeah, so you have this like perception that you're trying to uphold in a way, which also can be unhealthy, but you're also learning how to communicate. Like you didn't ever have to problem solve like that mm -mm. on on the camera, you know, in a private jet flying to your one-on-one -on -one date. Like you didn't have those issues. So you have to learn how to do that. And it's kind of like you, you date all over again yeah. in a way. Well, it's interesting. So right before Cassie and Colton's season ended, we had Rachel Lindsay in here. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, she was like, it's just going to be interesting to see when all those cameras go away. Like after you come, you go to all that press and then you fly home and you're, it's done. Yep. And you are just together. And she was like, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. like, and she said the same thing with her and Brian that they, you know, struggled in that first year because it just... It's you, hard. You it's have to a get to know each other all over again. So I commend you guys for doing the three years because truly I think that that's when you see the relationships fall It's apart. a lot of adjustments. And on top of that, you have everyone giving their opinion. Yeah. And it's yeah. something that you – if you're not in this world, you can't prepare for that. You can't prepare mm -hmm. for all the – You have a, there's a ton of love that we get and we're like blessed by it. But there's a ton of negativity that also comes with it. So it's adjusting on how to handle that, to thicken your skin, to block out the outside noise, to focus on your relations. Do mm -hmm. I – is he telling the truth or do they – is are the yeah. outlets telling the truth? Is the tabloid like, right or are you, you know yeah. I mean? So there's a lot. So and all in so all, three years later, we did is, good. This renovating thing's a walk in the park. Yeah, right. I'm sure you're like, and I'm not competing with twenty other guys. Right? Unbelievable. <laughs> all the contractors, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> no. those hey, they're they're we got some striking ones too on the show. Yeah. They're all married though. Sorry. <laughs> what is it that made you decide, nevertheless, to stay together? You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Well, we, we kind of talk about this publicly. Yeah. Um, there was this one moment we had a blow-up fight. Like, it was it, it, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was I, – I don't even know how to explain it. It was a blow-up fight, and I think it was super unbecoming of both of us how we handled it. 
he left the house. I was at the house. I'm sobbing away, right. like, you know, and then I think in that moment, I was, no, 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 I left the house. I'm sorry. I was going to say. I'm sorry. I left the house. I was like, <laughs> I need I need a minute, like, by myself. I got in my car. I was driving. I just remember just sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. And at that point, I was so scared to talk to friends about this, my family about it, because I didn't want them to judge us or our relationship or how we got together. And so I just remember thinking to myself, I need to turn around, like, we we got to talk. Like, I need you. Like, I, I, need, I needed him in that moment, even though we probably hated each other in that moment. We turned around, <laughs> and we just sat there, and I think we both were just so sad, and we we're like, are we going to do this? Like, this is our chance. We either walk away right now because we know that this is not good for us, or we talk about it and we figure out, is you, this it, Yeah, it? we literally Make sat there decision. and we're just like, look, w- there's no doubt that we love each other so much and there's two paths right now we can buckle down and we can learn from this and actually make it work but we can also just say you know what we we did we try we love each other we respect each other but we're not the best for each other and it was literally just a moment of complete vulnerability and we're like do you want to make this work yes i do too okay did you feel like before that a responsibility that you felt like you had to make it work because, you know, you had gone through this process and that was kind of maybe even a point of contention and until you decided like. Right. I think in the beginning there's always this pressure. I think that's why I didn't confide in my family and my friends yeah. about it because I like I didn't want to be the failure story. Right. right. I always felt like. I, you know, I just didn't want that. And, but I think in that moment, we didn't care. We had Good. gotten to the point where we were like, this is enough. Like, we're we're killing ourselves. We're losing who we are as people. And it's mm. like, at the end of the day, there's nothing more important than our own happiness. And, and we wanted that both for each other. So it was a real vulnerable, honest moment. Yeah, but I do think that's, that's true. Like, there is a weird, like... Totally. It's not resentment, but it's like, it's I, hard to, to process a normal relationship and fights and ups and downs healthy because you're worried at the grocery store if you're just kind of in a bad mood and you look the wrong way. Right, yeah, you're, yeah, you're you know, celebrities all, all and people sudden, like, can videotape people you. People are like, oh my oh. God, they were fighting, they hate each other. Like, and so in a weird way, yeah, you protect and you portray an image that sometimes isn't completely accurate. So you don't have really the space to process the ups and downs of a relationship in a healthy way. So I think in that moment we did. Yeah. And that was what we needed. And then it kind of turned around. Yeah. When you came, when you were actually on The Bachelorette, how, at what point during the process did you realize that he was the one and that she really was the one? This is a great question. It's a hard question because I remember when I went on the show. (laughs) It's hard? No, it is a hard question. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to think because when I went on the show, I always told myself, for obviously from day one, you got my first impression right. rose. I like I was super into him, but I always told myself I'm going to keep myself open through this whole thing and allow myself to feel each relationship differently. Um, but I think it was, oh no, I remember what it was. I was when my parents came to Thailand, and it was Jordan and Robbie, and I cared very deeply for Robbie as well at the time. Um, but I remember when. My, when I was sitting down with my parents and when they would question anything about Jordan, I saw myself overprotecting him and really like protecting that relationship and being very defensive about it. <laughs> um, and I don't know if I was the same way when they would talk about Robbie in that sort of light. So I think that was the moment that I was like, whoa, like I'm really protecting this guy and I, I feel this sort of like, I need to protect our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the moment where I knew. I think I gave you a lot of reasons for, like, doubt, too. Because, like, in a way, I had never watched the show. 
Last yeah. night is actually the first time I've ever watched an episode. Really? No. I swear. Well, then why, why did you go on it? But, but <laughs> he wanted to find <laughs> His agent was like, hey, there's this opportunity. Do you no, want to someone do it? called me two days before filming started. I didn't go through the audition process yeah. or anything. I had no clue who JoJo was, never watched it. But through the whole like way, I was like, I'm like I really am developing feelings. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell her that because I'm gonna go home and sleep on it. If I wake up the next morning, I'm like, okay, I think that was real. Like, then maybe I'll I'll let her know. But also you know, with her family, that's the moment producers, producers are like, all right, you got to ask permission for her hand in marriage. You meet her dad. And I'm like, no, this is the first time I'm meeting this Which guy. Which came off really bad, right. I think, to most people. But yes. I was like, hold up. He doesn't know who his daughter truly loves. There's two guys. I'm not going to sit there and ask him. And put him the in that first position. time. Yeah, I felt like I was, that was disrespecting. So I didn't. I, I tried to make sure that I portrayed my feelings for JoJo. But at that moment, I didn't know either. I was like, you know what? I... I know I love her and I'm, I have strong feelings about this, but I'm going to take this as much in a real life way as I can. So that was hard at times. I think that probably made you doubt me at times. Yeah, I did. Did you explain that to him when you were in that situation? Like, he, listen. You know, I tried. Yeah. I, and I'm not sure how well I did because that's that's a nerd. You know, that's a crazy yeah. moment. You're in Thailand. I mean, in her family, like we're getting down to the end of this. I don't know if she's likes me more than the other guy. So I tried to make it known to Joe and I love Joe. <laughs> Joe, I love you. If he's listening. You can send us, you can send in the podcast yeah, yeah. link. <laughs> I, have, I have such strong feelings about your daughter. Here's how I feel. Um, but I just, I didn't, and I didn't blatantly say, I don't want to ask for her hand in marriage because I feel like that would be disrespectful. I just wanted to make sure he knew how I felt in a normal way, but but with, come off back. Yeah. <laughs> but within a couple I weeks, mean, you were doing it. Yes, I you did. Were, so yeah. you had to call my so dad okay. and do it over the phone, which still is not the same, Jordan. I'm just saying, throwing it, it out there. I but, mean, it's not, but but at least you got it in. Call Joe right in. now <laughs> <laughs> ask again. <laughs> do you guys follow the other um, bachelors and bachelorettes? Like, have you been following Hannah's season? Well, that's what's so hard. We we were actually filming this show as it was airing, so yeah. we've missed so much. I know what's going on though. Like, I have it all DVR. If I see something on Twitter, I'm like, "Ooh, what happened mm. there?" Go back and I find it. But it's a crazy season. My goodness. <laughs> Yeah, crazy, it crazy. really it is. I'm so like, different. A, yeah, I'm a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So it's so it is so different. Yeah, yeah. I um, it's a lot racier, which is hard to say. I feel like I feel like the bachelor's always been kind of racier. Yeah, you guys are always making out with a ton of people. Don't racier. bring up but, a sore <laughs> subject. No, I'm just kidding. It's a lot racier, but I because I think she's she's more honest about it. Um, and that's hard to do. It's really hard yeah. to be that honest in that situation. But she's done that and she's just owned everything, you know? So it's yeah. so cool. I feel like there's so many elements to this season too in that there's a big focus on religion and a big focus on sex, mm -hmm. which I guess kind of came last season. But And then her honesty and then sex shaming. And it's like there's so many different parts that it's kind of tackled. And also that there were four guys for, for hometowns. For that's hometowns. What's no, that? no, that's normal. There's four. always four. I always thought she brought four to the fantasy to suite. The fantasy so they didn't all go. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh. I don't know. It's just, it's the Luke P thing has really taken over. I'm tired of talking about Luke. Here's yeah. my thought on it. I'm going to say it. I didn't even watch the season. <laughs> so my, keep asking about my it. goodness, yeah. like if I would have watched the season, I probably would have died. Uh, talking about Luke because I feel like just in a couple episodes. Mm. Um, I have two takes on this, too. Okay, let's go. This is what I think. Um, 
listen, I think everyone knows he is so in the wrong in so many freaking ways. No one should tell a woman what to do with her body. No one should, t- no one should slut shame, that whole thing. I think everyone can agree on that. When I was watching Men Tell All last night, there was a point, though, where I felt like at some point grace has to be given on both mm-hmm. sides. He he has to know deep down that he is doing this all wrong. Mm-hmm. And he's not looking good. And he's going to deal with that on his own. But at the end of the day, right, like, let's let it go. Yeah. I think he knows. I, and he, he's gotten it. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I started – the guy, Mateo, said it last night. He was like, let's, you know – you know you're in the wrong. You've apologized. Let's yeah. just see it in action. Grow from And this. move on. And I do think, and I gave Luke P credit because he really, he chose his words very carefully last night. Yeah, because it took an hour for him I to yeah. spit a sentence out. It took him forever. And I think that he was trying really hard to be very careful. But it, it came the, off very robotic, though. It came though. off very yeah. robotic. I don't know if it was real, but also on the other side, like, he took a beating from totally. every single person. Every last angle. Night. And I think he has the whole world kind of against him yeah. right now. So, like, let's just, let him rest in peace. Just, he was yeah. very <laughs> persistent, though. <laughs> All right, Pete. Let's let him rest in peace. Would you advise other young women or young men to go this route? I mean, you found love. Look at you two would never On the show, have met. Not the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not the Luke. Yeah, not like, the Luke. Wait. Wait. Don't go that route, but Absolutely. It was, um, I, I always tell people it was the greatest experience of my life, even the first season when I got dumped. Like when I was on The Bachelor, I had my like heart totally smashed and broken. Still one of the greatest experiences of my life. Absolutely should do it. Whether or not you meet someone, you grow exceptionally from this whole thing. Luke is going to grow so much from this. It may suck right now, but he's going to look back and think, wow, I need to change these things. I need to work on these things. So I I totally think it's something that you – you absolutely should do if you had the opportunity. And I feel like everyone's question always is like, whoa, what if they edit me bad? And I'm always like, hold up. Like, if you give them ammo, like, if you look like an <laughs> asshole, they're going to make you look like an asshole. Yeah. So, like, I feel Just, like you can kind of protect yourself in a way there. So, you know. I feel like JoJo was looking at me telling me to go on. No, uh, you should I, I was do looking it. At, I was looking at you thinking Allie would really love to yeah. be the bachelorette. <laughs> it's so fun. She'd be a great bachelorette. Yes, you would. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know. We need, need a redhead up there. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's true. We, do need we need some diversity. <laughs> now, getting back to Cash Pad. Yes. Uh, when you're, but you're filming all the time. And as you said, sometimes it doesn't capture you in the best moments. Mm-hmm. Do you have any control over what is shown? Mm-hmm. Like if are you, you producers? Ha- we are, actually. Oh, that's we great. Are. We are producers on the show. So, but the thing is that we kind of want y'all to see the bad, not so perfect moments. Cause I feel like that's what makes it a little more real. Uh, so yeah. If, well, it is real. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying like, so if something doesn't go right, could we edit it out? Sure. But why would we? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why would we do that? That would only make it more like more real. So like, yeah, I, I wish we would have argued a little more. <laughs> Next I season. know. Yeah. I don't know Next how. Next season will I'm, be the most dramatic. I really. This is. You know what I think? I think because this is our season one, and we're just so excited yeah. about this show. Like 
we're just stoked. Like, we're so happy that we didn't argue very much, which is crazy. Very much. Yeah, very much. <laughs> a little bit, but not too much. But it would be totally normal to have a meltdown. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and briefly, I do want to bring up, because you have such a design eye. So for Fletch, are oh, yes. you kind of transforming, like, your interior design eye into what you're putting out? They're just, like, so different. Oh, yeah. I think that the, my f- the reason why I got into fashion and why I've always done homes up is that I just love putting beautiful things together that I find pretty and beautiful and that I hope people will like. And so with my rentals, doing those so that people can come in there and appreciate what I've done is really cool. Mm -hmm. And then for Fletch, seeing people wear Fletch is like the coolest thing ever. So So it's like, uh, that's that's so rewarding for me on both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now speaking of design, though, how's that going to affect the wedding? Do you already have in your in your oh mind my God. how you want the it's flowers? Already I mean, I, uh, yeah. The Pinterest board is a mile long. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Is um, there anything you can tell us about? I don't have it all nailed down. I just know that I want something outdoors. I it's going to be in California. It's going to okay. be in California. Yeah. Florals are going to play a huge part. It's going to probably cost so much money for what I want Flowers. on my Pinterest board. There goes yeah. the cash from yeah, Cash Bad. I'm really hoping that our properties actually profit so that we can pay off this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they outdoor, will. beautiful, whimsical. I think we love greenery. Yeah. So I just know that I'm not going to... I say this now <laughs> on my wedding day no matter what happens I'm saying this so you all can hold me accountable okay. I'm not gonna lose my shit if something doesn't go right I need to enjoy that day <laughs> yes. no you do I need you to really enjoy do. that day and be in the moment exactly Listen, and not be worried about the table settings yes exactly because like who cares right at the end of the day at the end of the day and That's do you think right. you'll go strapless? Like, Ooh. no, I hate having to deal with that situation. I don't want to have to yeah. deal with my boots, Mm-mm. you know. Mm-mm. Let me tell you, I don't uh, think. one thing I know: the <laughs> shoes are going to be comfortable for the second part of the wedding. That's so must. Be good. Yeah, good idea. And both of you need to eat that oh, day, yeah, even no if no it's problem. like a celery stick. My only thing: the only thing I want to have any say in is the dessert bar. Oh, the dessert <laughs> bar. And what what oh needs to like, be not on even there? All the food, just dessert. <laughs> Are you kidding? What need? What doesn't need to be on there? I want the mini little pies. I want cupcakes. I want some kind of cheesecake, which I'm kind of getting into now. I haven't always been into it. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Jello shots. Let's mix things what? up. What? I like that. We are not. We are not having Jello shots. Yeah, I think we might. No, we're not. We this might. is not a frat they'll be, party. They'll be fancy, fancy Jello fancy shots. Fancy Jello, like two colors. No such yeah. thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. What is a fancy Jello shot? They're like, <laughs> there's not a thing. And ice cream and. Jello it all goes together. What about like a chocolate fountain? And he's going to dance it off. It's like yeah. fine. Right? He when you're such dancing a fat and kid sweating, like you need to replenish with some sugar. Exactly. Sugar-free jello. And should the cake be a chocolate cake? I'm a big vanilla guy. Vanilla. That's my least favorite flavor. So that's good. Let's keep it simple. So there'll be some discussions about the wedding cake. That'll be the He's only time vanilla, we argue, You're right? not. We got a, we got a ways to go here. Decor, babe, you got it. Dessert, let's have a conversation. I'm already I'm already tired and stressed from planning this way and it hasn't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the dessert bar. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, Again, the fans want to know, and can we expect that there'll be a family started fairly soon after that? Ooh. Ooh. I, you know, I, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, who, whatever happens after we're married happens. Right. 
But you I, got baby fever though. No, Let's I don't. Oh my I used gosh. to. Used to. I love babies. Yeah, I was about to say then your nephew. You know, so this thing. I once they were born, I had hardcore baby fever. But then I started to really take in the ant life. Yeah. And loving being an ant. I get on. I don't buy it. I mean, I would Soon love a baby. That, that second I would, rings on that finger. She's gonna be like. <laughs> We got a few extra rooms. No, I want to enjoy married life. I want to enjoy married yeah. life for a little bit. It's, I want us to, to do things totally. still. But if it happens, it'll be the greatest day of my life. So whatever. Oh. Okay. Well, you do have the, the new house with the extra room. We have space. We do need a bigger crew eventually for Cash Pad Season 9. So. Yeah. That's so right. we're going to put them to work. work. You're going to be the next Chip and Joel. Oh, gosh. Huge compliment. <laughs> he looks very excited by all this. Yeah, he is just so stressed right now that we're even talking about babies. I want y'all to know. <laughs> awesome, well, guys. Let him have his jello shot. Thank you. Like, Thank you. And she, you she knows the way to my heart. Well, listen, it's been so great to have you in and so fun. And we are all very excited about Cash Pad. So everybody get ready to tune in to CNBC Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock ET. And to look at all these fabulous B&B rentals that you can watch and then you can rent. There you go. It's an awesome show. We're excited. Uh, Thanks. And make sure that you come back and uh, tell us more once... uh, Whenever yes. you'll have us. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Once the next project starts, the next season, <laughs> yes. the wedding, we're all ears, aren't we, Allie? Yes, always. <laughs> Allie Thanks, on guys. The Bachelor. We'll have a lot to oh, talk about. <laughs> if that happens, I'll be like texting you both on the <laughs> yes. side, like, help oh, yeah. me. That's right. Sneaking they make a phone. you go on The Bachelor first. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. they? You got to get dumped. First, you, you yeah. got to get dumped. You yeah, got to know, prepare for that. It's hard to be likable. You got that. You're <laughs> TBD, oh, stay tuned for that update. <laughs> okay, well, listen, it's been great to have you. Thank Jojo you. Fletcher and Jordan Rogers and Cash Pad is their new show. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.